Hoi Chummers, this is your Sysop Zen Dead with Null Operations here, and we are recording episode number 21. I feel which, so efficient. And, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> this is amazing. We're actually like recording shows on a, on a regular basis now. So, um, today we are talking about magicians that's right it's our second episode in our archetype series yeah i've actually been like jonesing to do a character like this for a while where i actually got a chance to come up with something that i would want to play yeah i really enjoyed mine too but before we get into what our characters were let's go over what a magician is well um they are a product of the awakening occurring Mm-hmm. which then led to the resurgence of magic, metatypes, all of that fun. You, you, you're going way too inside baseball on this one, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Okay, let me, let, me, let me fast forward a bit for our players. Okay, so oh, God. The fast magician, forward. <laughs> <the magician laughs> archetype is basically a type of character that focuses heavily on magic, magical abilities, magical skills, as kind of their main focus of play. They're, there's a lot of different subtypes here, a lot of places where they touch other archetypes, but pretty much you're talking about somebody who throws combat spells, has some utility spells, and might just be able to summon a spirit to kick your ass. Yeah. Also, um, adepts can fall into this category as well because you have the mystic adept. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like the one that we showed in the Street Sam, uh, oh, he... He had astral perception, so he can actually qualify as a magician. A little bit, a little bit. The, the key thing is, if he had gone the mystic adept route and could toss him some spells in there, sure, then I'd sure. consider him a magician. Because I think really, the ability to summon spirits and sorcery are the, kind of the hallmarks of the ad, of, of the magician. Okay, being able to access the astral space is very important, but not as I don't think at first. Well, that's true. Until you start doing things like initiation and stuff like that, right? Although, which is a whole other topic, which we will not talk about now. That will be a a whole entire thing just on initiations. Oh yeah, wait till we get to talk on the meta planes and the fact that you have an entire fantasy campaigns of Shadowrun characters on uh, the meta planes. Uh huh. Yeah. So. But yeah, magicians, uh, guys who sling spells, guys who jump into astral space. Um, Pretty much. I mean, you know, you're Harry Dresden type character in Shadowrun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a gr- actually, that's probably the best example in modern kind of fiction. Modern fiction right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, every oh. once in a while. Uh, no, I'm going to say I don't think I've seen anything if it's not Shadowrun fiction that has magicians in it, aside from Harry Dresden. Willow from Buffy. Uh, that was gay and no. Whoa, whoa. Okay, you know what? We're not <laughs> oh, wait, that. That, was, that was way gay because she was gay. Okay, I'm going to bite my tongue. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> I'm going to bite my tongue right now because... As a Joss Whedon fanboy. Oh, you're a Whedon knight. I'm a Whedon knight. <sighs> I'm going to bite my tongue because we're talking about Shadowrun. Yeah. 
Yeah, we are. Eventually make a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Shadowrun team and throw them in your face. (laughs) Actually, that would... You know what? Fizzad. We should do that. Investigator slash uh, technician for Xander. Maybe make him a hacker a little bit. A little bit, no. Willow's more of a hacker. Uh, Yeah, totally could do that. Mostly magic characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be fun. I Actually, I, dude, I, I, I say that, but then, like, I watched all of Angel, all of Buffy. Yeah, so. Oh, so you're just <laughs> giving me shit. Oh, I, totally. Like, actually, I, I, one of those people that I actually started liking it because of all of the surrounding characters, not the, sh- not the one that the show was actually about. By the way, we're talking about Shadowrun right now. I know. Okay, so back to the uh, on top. But magicians, magicians, mages, shamans. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of good examples in the core book. You know, you yeah, have there's your combat mage. You have yeah. your eco terror, uh, the eco shaman. Mm-hmm. Um, what other ones do they have? Oh, uh, street witch. Good. Street witch, yeah. So there's a lot of potential, and even the core book shows, you know, some good alternatives to this. Yeah. Um, but then you have ours. So, again, we're once again going with the just straight core book, Shadowrun 4th edition, sorry, yes, Shadowrun 4th edition, 20th anniversary uh, version of the core book. Yes. So, tell me about your dude. Well, okay, so he is a human. Mm -hmm. I, I, as a general rule, tend to create human characters because I hate the fact of spending build points on being... A race. Uh, As a general rule. Um, you're one of those humanist guys, huh? No, no. I have. I, I used to make, you know, elves and orcs all the time. Hmm. Never big a uh, troll fan and not really much of a dwarf player. But, yeah, I've made elves and orcs over the time. But, you see my face when we get to that episode. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um he is a hermetic. I went the hermetic tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. His qualities uh I gave him photographic memory because I figure somebody that does this much reading and everything has probably developed a photographic memory over time. That's an interesting quality to take, especially from a game master perspective. Yeah. I also went with, he actually has some really neat negative qualities, which are like a weak immune system. He actually has the scorched, sensitive neural structures, and SimSense vertigo. That's a lot of Matrix-based negative qualities. What's up with that? He was a junkie. Oh, yeah? He was a BTL junkie who beat it before he suffered burnout. Nice. So That's story for a character. Yeah, so he he actually has a good magic score, but it's not the six that it could have been. You know, a lot of times that's one of the things that you'll see with uh, magical characters is they'll they'll max that first attribute mm-hmm. out. And, and that's, um, that's that's an interesting thing about Shadowrun Fourth Edition is that in every edition before Fourth Edition, you always started with a magic rating of six. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a given. It was equal to your essence. Yeah. So, rounded to the nearest, well, rounded down. Down to the nearest number, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but it made sense to a degree. Yeah. And I made this guy as pretty much a all-around Shadowrun hermetic wizard that lives the high life. Um, he's got, let's see, skill-wise, he's got some... He's got both the Conjuring and the Sorcery skill groups. He has... Uh, for single skills, he's got things like etiquette, pistols. I also gave him a sensing, perception, mm-hmm. and pilot ground vehicle. Because I figure, you know, when he's driving around his West Wind 3000... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh yeah. So, so you have a... A XBTL junkie driving around a sporty car. He's a her- remember now. He's a hermetic, which means he could have been from any major corp. Would have still paid for this. Yeah, that's true. Because magicians are so rare. So, I actually, yeah, I went that route of he used to be, you know, but his addiction became so bad that he couldn't. Do his job anymore, so it's a good way to get to the streets. He ran with what he had. Yeah, that's um, a, that's interesting. I noticed about your character so far. You seem to have a lot of characters who go from the professional to shadow on a route. That was a, that was one thing I was noticing from the uh, attitude book. With how yeah. we're talking about characters that do that, you know, you have the the professional to shadow runner, then you have like the street to shadow runner, which. Getting yeah. to my character, we're kind of follow that route. Okay. Well, see, I still got some more stuff here, man. Like, uh, I started out with uh, eight spells for him, and he has two elementals on call nice. with three services each. He's got a fire and an air elemental. So, and yeah, he's got his whole little fake sin and his spells. Um, his spell selection that I chose was Mana Bolt, one of my favorites, Ball Lightning. <laughs> um, nice. Detect enemies, heal, invisibility, stealth. And then I went old school, man. I went all the way back to first edition with Petrify and Turn to Goo. Nice. And nothing because... like that, having a corp guard come upon his stone friend. Or his... Buddy, who's a pool of gunk on the floor. Yeah. So. Okay, now, see, my guy took a very different route. Oh, uh, yeah? Since you took Hermetic, I went ahead and went Shamanic, and okay. I made myself a Wolf Shaman. Uh, more particularly, I actually kind of took the Mentor Spirit ability, so I would have the benefits of having a totem. Okay. And I kind of went a similar road to the archetype character in the book of the combat mage, except I made him a combat shaman. Nice. One of the advantages of being a wolf shaman is bonuses to your combat spells. So this dude (sighs) is running around with uh, mana bolt, cloud, power ball, stun ball. You know, just if he needs area effect or area kill as many people as he wants, he can. Yeah. You know? Uh, pretty standard uh, outlook behind that, you know, heal, invisibility, armor, that type of thing. And wolf form, because he's a wolf shaman. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I actually gave him a 
uh, going back to his qualities, uh, negative quality addiction to cramp. Nice little street drug there. Nice. Which has the added bonus uh, stat-wise of uh, extra initiative rounds until he crashes. Yeah, which doesn't take long. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, cramp takes hours. Is it hours now? Ten hours minus your body. Oh, my God. And since my little wolf shaman's running around with a two-body, he stays <laughs> high for the entire run. <laughs> All right. I'm, I actually kind of went that same route. Like, I went real high on my mentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. It, 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 for a mage, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you really kind of need to have that. Just like for a... Uh, with Street Sam's, you, you end up with a lot of the physicals being pretty oh, totally. high. Totally. Um, as far as skills go for the character, again, I focus this guy on combat spells. So not only is it a sorcery dice of five, eh, he's got a specialization in combat spells. So oh, man. Add that to the bonus of the wolf shaman. You end up with like nine dice and just skills alone for combat spells. Oh, by the way, did I mention his counterspelling has a specialization of combat spells? Oh my god. Dude is ready to dish it out, but as a strong as a former ganger, it makes sense. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Oh yeah. I even uh, gave him a knowledge skill specialization of magical gangs for the skill Seattle Street Gangs. Nice. So Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, knowledge skills I, I went pretty simple on with this mm-hmm. guy. They were they were way more leaning towards like the corporate sector and right. stuff like that. Well, like you said, it's or rather like I said, you know, your characters so far have tended to be more of a pros versus uh, street characters. Yeah. So, okay, going for a question we asked about the street samurai, and I pretty much probably know what book it's going to be this time, but what would you do if you had another book uh, that you could modify your character with to take him a different route? Or a different further, route. Or rather to take him further down the route you have him at already. I know what most people would say is that they want the uh, street magic book. Which is what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the digital grimoire. Okay. Because it opened up some more... Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty much taking traditions. the same road. Traditions, though. I, sure. I might have done something a little different than a hermetic. I may have gone like a Rastafarian, and then I could have gone more street. Mm-hmm. But that that hermetic bend that I took from the get-go put him leaning really heavily into where he's going to have that corporate background, that college education, true, true. all of those things. So, I mean, I might have done something a little different if I was going to do – even a shaman. I mean, the only way I could really see doing a corporate shaman would be to either be a dog shaman or like <laughs> old edition again, like in second edition when they had goose shaman. Sure. <laughs> you know, but they're both guard animals. Right. Well, that makes Why? sense for a combat shaman for a corporate. Yeah. Um, now, see, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, I totally would go for street magic. Because one thing I didn't mention about my character, he only has one conjuration skill, and that's banishing. Okay. If I had straight magic, I would make this guy an aspected mage. Forgo his ability to do conjuration and just slam him into sorcery 
slam him into that combat mage role. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. That's, that's what this guy is. I mean, he is pure and simple. He's going to hurt people, either knock them out or kill them. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, okay. You're a sorcerer, and I'm a, I'm a more general magician. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so, you know, there's all kinds of different ways you could have gone differently with these characters. I mean, I could have gone elemental in my combat spells. If you notice, I stuck mostly to combat spells as opposed to manipulation. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different extra source books that give a lot of good powers. Like, this guy, as an initiate, had he go- gone down the road of initiation, would probably be taking it... Um, this guy, I probably would go down the road of uh, giving him an uh, a ally spirit. Really? So we could have somebody else to toss out more combat spells. You would have gone ally spirit. I would go ally spirit with this guy. I would have figured centering. Centering might be useful. But isn't centering kind of more of a good for... Uh, Drain. Yeah, but this guy... Again, extra dice for combat spells. He also has all of his big combat spells are fetish spells. So Ah, so you failed to hand. mention that. I did fail to mention that. <laughs> I didn't do fetishes with any of mine. Mine are straight up power. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That. Oh, and one thing, uh, going a little bit back to the backgrounds for our characters, because my character is more of a street character, I only gave him a magic rating of four. Okay. Didn't, didn't go full out because I didn't feel like he would be the type who would. Right. He would have been dealing with other things. Yeah. Did so, you give him stuff that, like... To run along those lines of like, well, he has gang knowledges and stuff like that. A, yeah, he has a lot of gang knowledge. He knows about uh, Seattle triads. He knows about street drugs. Goes with his okay. addiction. Right. Uh, I also gave him a little bit of pistols and unarmed combat skill, and a little bit of. I actually gave him the influence group uh, up to two. Really? I did because, again, street gang. You yeah. know, got to be able yeah. to talk some smack. Yeah. No, that's actually a really good choice. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I, I think your characters are rather interesting. I think these are good examples of what else you can do with the, these characters. And the thing is, unlike um, Street Samurai, which pretty much their roles are kind of what they are, even with extra books and such. Yeah. Um, mages with other books are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they because, can really start going crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about. We pretty much both went into kind of a combat role a little bit for characters. But there's a lot of illusion spells, a lot of health spells, a lot of manipulation spells out there that can completely redefine a character. Oh, yeah. And if you really want, you know, and go go crazy with some of those things in the digital grimoire or the, the street magic book, I mean, those alone make it worth every penny to have those books if you're doing The Magician. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because, totally. I mean, you need a lot more spells than are just in the core book. I mean, I with taking eight spells, I had a hard time coming up with eight. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then you know, I didn't go combat, so half my spells are combat spells. Right. I only have two combat spells. I have a single detection spell. I have one... Mm-hmm. I have heal, uh, and then I have two illusion spells, and then I have two manipulation spells. So, yeah, 
I was pretty much kind of a little bit of everything. And there's some spells like detect enemies. I was, I was flip flopping whether to do that one or not. And you know the 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 petrify and turn to goo. I just wanted to do something <laughs> old school because I I used to love having those when I played first edition. And they are classic manipulations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like I said, I actually would like to down the road uh, as we start getting past the kind of basic archetypes. And we start to get into more deeper archetypes, you know, like uh, investigators, covert ops, things like that. I think we should start exploring mystic adepts and magicians a little bit more in that other than combat spells road. Sure. Because, yeah, definitely. Because a gun still kills someone just as good as a powerball does. Actually, a powerball takes out more people than a gun does. Not if your gun is an assault cannon. That's not a gun. That's a cannon. I still think it falls under guns. No, no, no. It's it falls under it, it. falls under the gunnery section. I'm, 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 I'm trying to see what a problem is here. No, not a problem. Just a clarification. That's all. You know, I'm totally gonna remake my character with just guns instead of spells. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can do everything that's in this, except for wolf form and heal. With just uh, with just cyberware, I'm pretty sure. Probably, yeah. Rocket launcher shoulder mount. No, you can do no it. No rocket launchers. Augmentation book uh, shoulder mounted weapons, and then <laughs> uh, mount yourself a rocket launcher. They also include in their full conversion Borgs, which you know, when yeah. you're a brain in a bubble, stuffed hey. into. A gigantic cyber body. All they are is the ultimate riggers. Oh, no. Yes, they are, because they're rigging everything. Yeah, I know. I know. That is bad. It's awesome. No. <laughs> See, this is where we differ. I liked old school riggers. I'm not as big a fan of new riggers. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm for, all for old school riggers. Give me back my uh, vehicle control rig and rig uh, control deck. Yes. Yeah, that was those were the good old days, but we don't have that anymore. Well, we that have, depends. We have we gone. Don't know what the twenty fifty book uh, is going to give us. Oh, uh, it's going to be beautiful, is what it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be pretty, and it's going to be in color. And it's going to be nice, and it's going to wear us a dress, and it's going to take us to prom, and and give us a flower. Uh, wait, no, that's something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna delete that probably. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I think on that note, I think we've covered magicians pretty good. Yeah, or at least ours anyway, and. Oh. You know, there's a lot more to talk about with them, and, but it's one of those things that you can literally talk about any well, of these. The key thing is, is when it comes to magicians, we're not going to get more in depth into them until we start talking astral space, initiation, uh, you know, different types of spirits, different type of conjuration out there, because sorcery into itself is pretty much just fancy guns. Yeah, it is. Guns that hurt you when you cast them. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both the receiver and the giver. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
you know, that whole fun drain aspect. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. So but, uh, yeah. So we're gonna have. Uh, downloadable PDFs of all of these guys put together. Uh-huh. And if you're running a game, you know, hey, throw them in as opposition or somebody that they know. They're prime runners, ready to go. I wouldn't say prime, but they're definitely I read runners. The definition of prime runners. Anybody who's not a weakening NPC is a prime runner. <laughs> all right. They're not street legends. Right. That's what the term is now. Yeah. So, all right, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up, and we will call that good for magicians. So, remember, everybody, conserve ammo, shoot straight, and never, ever throw a, like, Force 12 fireball. It sucks. Uh, And on that... I'm jacking out. The Hit and Grit Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, Sharealike 3.0, United States License. Music used in Hit and Grit Podcast is by Like a Crash, and the song's title is Kilo. See more episodes of The Hidden Grid at hiddengrid.com.